Welcome to the latest podcast from British Bids. Um, we look as ever at some of the incredible work that bids are doing up and down the country, both with their partners and themselves. And today we're joined by Mike Minefield, who's Colmore Bids Project Manager. He's been doing some really interesting stuff. Welcome, Mike. Good morning, Chris. Good to see you. Good to see you. And listen, you've been working. I mean, you're a great bid. For those who don't know it, it's a, it's, a, it's a bid in the middle of Birmingham. A lot of banking and finance in there. Really focused, a very exciting bid. Um, and you've been working on a green infrastructure master plan, which I think many of us need to be following. So tell us more about it, Mike. Well, I suppose the most important thing to say about it at the, office, at the outset is that it was a two and three business plan promise. So, you know, we write those business plans and uh, our levy payers expect us to keep to them. So uh, we included that in our current uh, terms of term three. Um, it was in the business plan. <clears throat> it seemed a logical extension of our public realm work as well. Um, since 2009, when this bid got started, uh, we've been involved in permanent public realm improvements pretty much all the time. Uh, which is hard work for a bid, to be honest. Um, it's not really designed for five-year terms, but so you have to take a sort of leap of faith to some extent. Um, we also had some great partners on, on this with us. So we worked with both Birmingham City University and the University of Birmingham, which was uh, a really uh, exciting prospect to work with those two great universities locally. Um, the project was led by Broadway Malian, who as well as being a sort of a global uh, landscape architect and design uh, company are also a levy payer in the district. So it was nice to, uh, to keep that sort of thing in the family. And they were supported by a company called Green Gauge, uh, a specialist in biodiversity and, and green infrastructure. So, uh, and then funding wise, uh, we've got support from Birmingham Central Bid, what used to be Birmingham Retail Bid, and uh, the, uh, the local NEP. So uh, that's, where, that's how we put the whole thing together. It's very, very ambitious, Mike. I mean, looking at it, it's worth saying probably um, that there is a, a, a master plan that could be downloaded from, from your website. So that looks great. But there's stuff in there that about vertical forests, green roofs, urban woodlands. It sounds just so exciting. What, what is, what's it going to look like at the end? Well, yeah, it, it, it is ambitious. Um, well, you know, there's a couple of things you need to say about that, really. One is that with the, the current situation that we're in, in terms of climate change and biodiversity loss and so on, uh, ambitious is the only thing that will work. There's no point taking half measures with this. So we need to sort of get our act together as a, as a species, basically. And uh, this is uh, our bid's way of, uh, of playing our part in that. In fairness, this document wasn't produced in a vacuum. Birmingham City Council recently published the Future City Plan, which is intended to go to 2040. And that is um, absolutely packed with ambitious proposals for much higher levels of green infrastructure and biodiversity uh, interventions. So going green, as, as our document's called, was seen as sort of sliding in under that aspirational plan by the local authority. I, um, so what's interesting for us running bids is that, is that clearly we're all excited by that um, changing the world aspiration. But persuading our levy payers that it's good for business is, 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 a, is, is a complicated argument. How, how have you managed to do that? Uh, obviously, given that it was a, a, it was a, bid, it was a bid term three uh, business plan promise, and we got a resounding yes vote, 90 odd percent. Yeah, in amazingly good. Pounds. I suspect that if, if our levy payers didn't like the idea of, of us doing this kind of work, then they wouldn't have uh, voted for us, I yeah. suppose. But actually, our interactions with uh, businesses during the production of this uh, this, this uh, master plan document uh, just that it just kept coming back that they were they was yes yes we must do more of this definitely yeah. we must. And from their view, viewpoint, 
um, a greener and uh, more attractive location, particularly for a, a bid which is 92% professional services, as you alluded to earlier. Um, it's just all win for them because if they've got a regional headquarters in Birmingham, they want their staff to be around. Uh, they want their people to, to, be, uh, to, to stay. They don't want to be going through constant churn of staff. And if you're providing a beautiful environment um, that's also healthy, then that's, that ticks boxes for them. It's, it's so positive, isn't it? It's, it's so good to know that businesses are feeling like that. Now, you know, I mean, Birmingham is the sort of quintessential, heavily urbanised area. I, I love it dearly. I used to live there as a student there, so I know it well. But that must give you particular challenges, I think, for this sort of project. Yes, I know. I think to go to the days of thinking that green means rural uh, are now gone. Basically, right. you, we can't think like that anymore. We, we have to think in terms of what greenery can we introduce? What green infrastructure can we get into urban areas? Colmore is, a, is an attractive area anyway. We've got right. a, sort of cathedral grounds right in the middle, but, but we can do a lot more than that. Um, and we can make it so that, um, so that it's really, really ticking boxes for us in terms of making our contributions, changing, uh, changing mindsets. I mean, don't forget, Birmingham is a, a crane city. It's been a crane city for, well, since the invented cranes, basically. <laughs> so yeah. so it, well, there's always a redevelopment project going on somewhere. And so part of what we're doing here is just trying to get people to think, well, on top of the on top of the changes we we're going to make anyway, you know, to, to whatever this project is, this site, this location, have GI at the top of our, uh, our priority list of what can we do to improve that. And to be honest, a lot of developers are already uh, starting to think along these lines anyway, because it, it makes their end product more attractive. And then, of course, there's the opportunity to actually get involved with uh, projects which are just about improving green infrastructure. And that we see that as being a kind of natural, logical extension and a mainstreaming of green infrastructure thinking on top of the public realm projects that we've been doing for over a decade. So, yeah. so well, yeah, okay, it's an urban area, but actually that's that's where you get the opportunities to make the most improvement. That, and that's, that's a very positive view of the world, isn't it? That actually if things are complicated, a challenge to, to make it better. So, so you've got the plans, you got voted in, as you say, very successfully. Um, you got the, 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 the green infrastructure plan. What happens next? I, I like to think of it as a bit more than, it's called a master plan, that is yeah. true, but it actually I think of it as more of a toolkit. So we are making it available to anyone who wants to use it um, in terms of, you know, just take it down off the shelf, as it were. It's, it's, I've been working in, in the sort of civic space, either inside local government or outside for most of my career, and I've seen a lot of documents like this. I have never seen one quite as practical as this. Yes. It is literally uh, nuts and bolts, what have you got? Have you got a location that you think could be greener? This is the approach you should take. Have you got some funding from somewhere that was a bit unexpected maybe, and now you're wondering what to do with it? This is the approach you should take. Uh, and it's just really powerful stuff. So um, we are now actually talking to the LEP about uh, the possibility of a funding bid for uh, updating a, a project that we started back in 2015, which was the Snow Hill Spatial Master Plan. And we're also looking to fold in some more radical uh, uh, proposals in there that I can't talk about because I haven't actually discussed them with the local authority yet. So uh, well, those are incredibly exciting and would make a huge difference to green infrastructure in, in our area and in Birmingham City Centre. 
That's that's just all so exciting, Mike. And and and, and it's probably worth knowing that British Beat is looking at running some we're calling them spring summer sessions of of bringing together beats to look at topics. And and one of them is going to be um, green infrastructure, sustainability, the whole recycling stuff. Um, and we're looking at getting a couple of beats together to talk about what they're doing to just push it out to a much wider audience. And it would be very nice if if you could join us on that and maybe present what what you're doing at that group. Would that be good with you? I'd be happy to do that. Yes, Chris. Absolutely definitely. terrific. Absolutely. So that will give us a chance to spread this message much more widely because I'm absolutely with you. This is going to be one of the big agendas for bids over the next um, next cycle for all of us, because if we don't grapple with this, no one else is going to are they? So that's just great. Mike, thank you so much as ever. A joy talking to you. And it's great hearing so much coming from um, from Birmingham Coldmore. It's just a good story. Thank you very right. much indeed. Have a You're good right. time. Look after yourself. Yes. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye.